Welcome to Old Treasures Made New, your devotional podcast on the go or at home, where we read the scriptures and reflect on them with those from the past. Today, we will be reading Matthew 1, verses 1 to 17, and then through J.C. Ryle's expository thoughts on Matthew. Please pause and take a moment to ask the Holy Spirit to bring understanding and for grace to apply what we hear today. Matthew, chapter 1, verses 1 to 17. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram, and Ram the father of Amminadab, and Amminadab the father of Nation, and Nation the father of Salmon, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David the king. And David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, and Solomon the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abijah, and Abijah the father of Asaph, and Asaph the father of Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, and Joram the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah the father of Jotham, and Jotham the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, and Hezekiah the father of Manasseh, and Manasseh the father of Amos, and Amos the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah and his brothers, at the time of the deportation to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, and Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel the father of Abiud, and Abiud the father of Eliakim, and Eliakim the father of Azor, and Azor the father of Zadok, and Zadok the father of Akim, and Akim the father of Eliud, and Eliud the father of Eleazar, and Eleazar the father of Matin, and Matin the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were fourteen generations, and from David to the deportation of Babylon, fourteen generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, fourteen generations. This is the word of the Lord. These verses begin the New Testament. Let us always read them with serious and solemn feelings. The book before us contains not the word of men, but of God. Every verse in it is written by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Let us thank God daily for giving us the scriptures. The poorest Englishman who understands his Bible knows more about religion than the wisest philosophers of Greece and Rome. Let us remember our deep responsibility. We will all be judged on the last day according to our light. To whoever much is given, of them much will be required. Let us read our Bibles reverently and diligently, with an honest determination to believe and practice all we find in them. It is no light matter how we use this book. Eternal life and death depends on the spirit in which it is used. Above all, let us humbly pray for the teaching of the Holy Spirit, He alone can apply truth to our hearts and make us profit by what we read. The New Testament begins with the life, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. No part of the Bible is so important as this. 
and no part so full and complete. Four distinct Gospels tell us the story of Christ's doing and dying. Four times over, we read the precious account of his works and words. How thankful we ought to be for this. To know Christ is eternal life. To believe in Christ is to have peace with God. To follow Christ is to be a true Christian. And to be with Christ will be heaven itself. We can never hear too much about Jesus Christ. The Gospel of Matthew begins with a long list of names. Sixteen verses are taken up with tracing and ancestry from Abraham to David, and from David to the family in which Jesus was born. Let no one think these verses as useless. Nothing is useless in creation. The least mosses and the smallest insects serve some good end. Nothing is useless in the Bible. Every word of it is inspired. The chapters and verses which seem at first sight unprofitable are all given some good purpose. Look again at these 16 verses and you will see in them useful and instructive lessons. Learn from this list of names that God always keeps his word. He had promised that in Abraham's seed all the nations of the earth should be blessed. He has promised to raise up a savior of the family of David, Genesis 12 verse 3 and Isaiah 11 verse 1. These 16 verses prove that Jesus was the son of David and the son of Abraham and that God's promise was fulfilled. Thoughtless and ungodly people should remember this lesson and be afraid. Whatever they may think, God will keep his word. If they repent not, they will surely perish. True Christians should remember this lesson and take comfort. Their Father in heaven will be true to all his engagements. He has said that he will save all believers in Christ. If he has said it, he will certainly do it. He is not a man that he should lie. He remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. 2 Timothy 2 verse 13. Learn next from this list of names the sinfulness and corruption of human nature. Observe how many godly parents in this catalog had wicked and ungodly sons. The names of Rehoboam and Joram and Ammon and Jeconiah should teach us humbling lessons. They all had pious fathers, but they were all wicked men. Grace does not run in families. It needs something more than good examples and good advice to make us children of God. Those who are born again are not born of blood, or of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. John 1.13 Praying parents should pray night and day that their children may be born of the Spirit. Learn lastly from this list of names how great is the mercy and compassion of our Lord Jesus Christ. Think how defiled and unclean our nature is, and then think what a condescension it was in him to be born of a woman and made in the likeness of men. Some of the names you read in this catalog remind us of shameful and sad histories. Some of the names are those of people never mentioned elsewhere in the Bible. But at the end of all comes the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Though he is the eternal God, he humbled himself to become man in order to provide salvation for sinners. Though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor. We should always read this catalog with thankful feelings. We see here that no one who partakes of human nature can be beyond the reach of Christ's sympathy and compassion. Our sins may have been as black 
and great as those of any whom Matthew names. But they cannot shut us out of heaven if we repent and believe the gospel. If Jesus was not ashamed to be born of a woman whose ancestry contained such names as those we have read today, we need not to think that he will be ashamed to call us brothers and to give us eternal life. That is the end of Ryle's expository thoughts for these verses. Let us carefully consider what we have heard today. And may the Lord be pleased to bring the growth for his glory.